it come from? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It came from outer space to fill the world with terror. What earthly power can stop this terror? That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The podcast from outer space. And that is right now. You're unfucking believable. We are recording. Well, boys, here we are once again, staring a popular conspiracy theory in the face. And this one, per usual, is going to get a little weird. Now, I just want to say it started off weird because you know how this guy introduced this topic to me? How did I introduce it to you? He says to me, he calls me three times. And I don't answer because I'm busy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get into all the schematics. Yeah, schematics. Come on, sabermetrics. I told I told her we wouldn't say anything about it on, on air. Well, I'm just saying he says, oh, I got big important news to tell you. And it's about this episode. <laughs> not big or important at all. This oh, is wow. big <laughs> important not, news. This here, is big here important Here I am news. thinking something like Chrissy Forbes is single. Or, That's big news. Uh, and, That's, and we're oh, putting shout her out on to blast. Chrissy. <laughs> Those are two big reasons for me to get excited. Well, let's just start the show. As I said once again, you're unfucking believable (laughs) But without further ado, here we go, folks. It's Lizard People. It's the podcast from outer space. It's your boy, Rob Scott. We got Adam Narlock in the house tonight. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. And as always, it's Ryan Scott. Hello, everybody out there. And Rob, please, for the record. Please. They're reptilians. Lizard the reptilians is derogatory. Well, yeah, what's Let's get PC, into it, though. It's a PC term. <laughs> Who it's are reptilians. they? I don't want to offend anybody. Who are they? And how long have they been running this shit factory that <laughs> we're living on? Yes, it is two reptilians tonight. Popular alien race here on Earth. Um, you know, we're, I will say right off the bat, this one's deep. Um, we're getting into it as best we can. Um, but before we begin, let's mention our source material right up front. We've got The Greatest Secret by David Icke, The Illustrated Guide to Reported Alien Species by David McDaniel, Magic Bullet by David Icke, and the... Well, no, it's not by him. It's a documentary about oh, him. Um, the documentary Magic Bullet, wow. David Icke, and the Reptilian Apocalypse. Guy does research one time, so I got his stones. A mysterious universe... Obey and bow down to your reptilian overlords. Countless internet blogs. Now, you're saying this stuff, a lot of stuff you were finding was banned from public domain. Now, how do we know that if it was banned? Mm. No, I'm saying the stuff that you that I did find, you got to like dig deep to find that shit because okay. a lot of the stuff is just... You'll click on it, and it's just like, oh, this is just a bunch of bullshit. This is a conspiracy. <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> or it's shut that's down. What they, that's what they want Sight you to see. Site has been shut down. It's been yeah. scrubbed by the reptilian overlords. Mm. They want you to see it and be like, oh, yeah, let's just laugh at that joke. Redirects you to the Justin Bieber fan page. Okay, okay. Okay. Now, before we get into this, uh, the weeds of this thing, because this one is deep, so right up front, I mean, what do we know? What's our experience with this subject matter? I mean, basically, T-Bag, I'm looking at you. Are they teaching this stuff in school yet? <laughs> no, but we're going to start now. <laughs> I mean, I will say, uh, if you can believe it or not, I mean, guys, if you can believe it, I really um, hadn't looked into David Icke much before this episode. You're unbelievable. This guy's never even heard of him, probably. I heard of him. I heard of him. I heard the Inklings, you know. I knew the basis, the Occam's razor, if you will, mm. but... Oh. 
um, the weeds and just how deep this one goes. Down I mean, you just you just don't know. Yeah, when I started doing the research about you know two days into it, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> we could talk all night about this. But I mean, everybody had heard basically the general theory, if you will, right? Celebrities, rich people, famous people. Yeah, were you familiar with that? No, until we did research, no. So you had no basis. You never heard of it before? Until I sent you this outline, you never heard it. Even after you sent me this outline, I had never heard of it. You still don't know. (laughs) I'm in for a lot of surprises tonight. Yeah, and as you will see when we get to the end of this thing, we probably still won't have a good grasp on it. This is what I got is this thing is like unified field theory, teabag. I'm going oh. deeper and deeper on this. I honestly think I have a better understanding of unified field theory than this material. You know, I've talked to like a handful of people and I still haven't got a straight up explanation of what it is. I, we, we've probably broken it down the best as far as unified field theory goes. So you're welcome, world. And to my knowledge, no one's even hit us up to lend a helping hand <laughs> since we put out the last episode. We I might guess be not listen- many physicists listening. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of scientists <laughs> listening to us yet. <laughs> yeah. Until this episode. This episode might change things. That's what I heard. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, As we said before, you know, this episode is very dense there. You can go down the rabbit hole on every one of these things. I mean, um, D-Bag and I were talking earlier. It's like uh, religion. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many branches of religion. There's almost the same amount of branches as there are reptilian conspiracies. Um, and you just keep going down and down and down and down. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the web. I'm listening to all of, um, King Gizzard's album quarters. Uh, which is a great album to listen to if you're doing reptilian research. Um, and you know, this was a joint effort. Uh, Rob and I carrying most of the research here. No, you did all of it. Whoa. You guys did all of it. You guys did all of it. So what I'm getting at, though, is, you know, where do you even start with something like this? It's hard to wrap your head around it. So bear with us. And if you're not understanding this, guys, uh, you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Well, yeah, I thought I had a good starting point. But, you know, here we are. We're talking about uh, I don't even know how to say that word. I mean, let's just get into um, definitions and differences. Uh, you know, because there is a lot of branches of this stuff, um, and it goes deep. Um, so let's start with, I think what can be related to like one of the oldest, uh, I guess, interpretations of this stuff, Anunnaki. You guys heard of these? I think we discussed them a little bit on our, um, sexual alien encounters episode. Mm. We might have. Uh, now these are basically a group of deities that appear in mythological traditions of the ancient Sumerians, Akkadians, Assyrians, and Babylonians. So essentially these entities are popping up as far back as we could pick up a pen, you know? I don't think they were using a pen back then, bro. Well, you know what I'm saying, recorded history. Because what, Sumerians are like the first civilization or just one of the earliest? uh, The first known alphabet, I believe. Okay. So, you know, these guys are popping back up, Anunnaki. But, I mean, that's what they want you to think. Well, bear with me here before we get into the crazy shit. We can't (laughs) go off the rails just yet. Um, 1976, the book The Twelfth Planet by by Zachariah Sishin drops. Um, now, this guy, RIP, died in 2010. Uh, he claimed that the Anunnaki were actually a race of extraterrestrial beings from the undiscovered planet Niburu who came to Earth 
around 500,000 years ago in order to mine gold, predominantly in South Africa. Now, according to Sitchin, the Anunnaki genetically engineered us humans to work as their slaves mining gold, and many Zulu tribes speak of how visitors from the stars came to Earth to mine for resources, in particular gold. Um, Sitchin also claimed that the Anunnaki were forced to leave Earth when the Arctic glaciers melted, causing the flood of Noah. Um, this destroyed their bases on Earth. These had to be rebuilt by the Nephilim, who we discussed, the um, giants from the Bible. Mm. Um, they needed more humans to help. Um, they taught us agriculture, yada, 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 bada bing, bada boom. We get the birth of civilization. Now... I mean, this is a little weird because Anunnaki, you know, they've got these, uh, you can look this shit up, uh, look into it. They've got these carvings where they like, they have the planets as they are, which is like, you know, we, we didn't even know that back then. Um, so, you know, how do you explain something like that? I mean, it is uh, like, you can look at this shit, um, objectively and say hey this is all bullshit but there is there is weird little pieces in here that you really just can't explain am i right am i right in this you're right i'm speechless i mean i feel like in any conspiracy there's pieces you can't explain that's what that's the glue that holds it together (laughs) all right now the uh david ike's connection comes in in 94 um well Before Ike, um, in 94, uh, conspiracy theorist Arthur Horn proposed that the Anunnaki were actually reptilians. Um, And then taking things a step further, um, British conspiracy theorist David Ike claimed that the surviving alien bloodlines mentioned by Sitchin were the Brotherhood of Babylon, which was a race of shape-shifting reptilian aliens who secretly control all governments of the world to keep humans enslaved, and they feed off of negative energy. Um, They use groups like the Illuminati and the Freemasons as their figurative uh, chess pieces. And in The Biggest Secret, which was in 99, Ike introduced the idea that many prominent figures derive from the Anunnaki, and they are a reptilian race from the Draco constellation, um, which got its name from dragons in Greek mythology, Thus, we have the Draco reptilians. Hit him with that Draco. That actually really stood out to me when I was researching. Just the Draco reptilians. They, well, the, how they come from like that star in the constellation. Oh yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's like some fucking uh, alien shit. You know, oh. or Prometheus rather. Mm-hmm. You know, funny side story. We were discussing the topic of the podcast because at work, all the guys are always. Oh. You know, inquiring, what are you guys talking about this week? Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, long story short, we're getting into how there is the theory out there that, in fact, aliens came to Earth to help these ancient civilizations and that these primitive people didn't know that they were actually aliens, thought they were the gods coming down from the stars. This apparently pissed off a lady so bad she went to the owner of our company (laughs) and complained that we were discussing blasphemous topics at work. Yes, yes. So... Now what? Were you guys not in the warehouse or something? No, we were, but it was just like she... Instead of just being like, hey, can you guys like 
not talk about that. I guess she's like very devout Christian. Oh, she is a worker as well. Yeah. Well, as we'll find out, she is a sheep who has been programmed by the reptilian overlords. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's just funny to me that people can get so easily offended in this day and age. It's unreal. That's funny to you, really. (laughs) Yeah, it is. That's the MO of this day and age. If someone's talking about something you don't like, guess what? Don't fucking talk to them. You don't have to be a fucking fucking rat over here. In this day and age, it's no, we need to get this person fired. We need to vilify this person and get them fired. My feelings are hurt. uh, All right, now before we get too off the rails, aliens are God. Before we get too off the rails here, um, now we will play both sides because Sitchin, like um, a lot of his stuff, is uh, disproven by a lot of other academics. Like they're saying, oh, he's misinterpreting um, these Sumerian texts. He's picking and and cherry picking, you know, what he wants from them. Um, but again, I mean, there is these weird little questions in there, like the star system, um, predicting the Niburu planet, that sort of thing. Um, now, while Sitchin suggested that the Anunnaki came to Earth for its precious metals, such as gold, Ike has said that they came for monoatomic gold. Got to get my hands on some of that. Which can be made from regular gold. And it can be processed from certain ores, many of which are found in places like Arizona. Oh, we're going, boys. Maybe uh, I can get some good tea. Now, Ike suggests that it is the uh, true meaning of the references to gold and gold mining in the Sumerian tablets and not literally mining for normal gold, but they're trying to make this fucking uh, monoatomic gold. And he says that this monoatomic gold one. Can if it's ingested, it can increase the pa- capacity of the nervous system ten thousand fold. And the Anunnaki, once they ingest this stuff, they can process vast amounts of information, like a supercomputer, speed up trans-dimensional travel, and shape shift from reptilian to human. He crazy for that one. Kind of like a Chinese alchemist, just taking to a whole nother degree. Yeah, okay. a whole nother degree. Yeah. Now, also. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean, this is just going right off the rails into full-on David Icke. Okay, Ozzy. Um, now, you know, they're all, there's also, so, you know, that's the Anunnaki. That's basically as far back as it goes, you know, as we were saying, some translate these ancient um, beings as actual extraterrestrials. Um, in UFO lore, there is also straight-up reptilian aliens. These reptilians are common in modern abduction stories. They are physically described as menacing looking, always seem to have a humanoid form, um, are sometimes reported with horns, slit eyes, and scales. Others have described them as uh, having smooth scales and smooth or soothing (laughs) voices. It's another smooth one. It's another smooth one from the podcast from outer space. And we're traveling down to planet Earth tonight. A lot of probing (laughs) in store for tonight. So uh, sit back and uh, enjoy the ride. Toss me some of that monoatomic gold (laughs) so I can shapeshift into a human. Now, some ufologists also interpret early religious symbols such as the snake in the Garden of Eden or the Aztec god Quetzalcoatl. 
Um, Classic. This guy was the feathered serpent, a prominent supernatural entity or deity found in many Mesoamerican religions. Um, so some hold the belief that these... Is this the same guy that looks like he's flying in a UFO? There's in a the picture Ma- of him right the, here. Uh, yeah, I see that. In the uh, Mayan temples. I am not familiar. sure if that is the same gentleman. Uh, but <laughs> well, he's not a gentleman at all. He's actually a part snake, a reptilian, a reptilian gentleman. Now, so some hold the belief that these and many other ancient accounts have some link to the rep, this reptilian race of aliens or being full on early depictions of reptilian aliens. Now, as we we're saying, um, this is prominent in modern alien abduction narratives. Uh, they sometimes mention contact with reptilian creatures, one of the earliest reports uh, was out of Ashland, Nebraska. So let's take a listen to the case of Herbert Shermer. On the evening of December 3rd, 1967, while conducting routine inspections along State Highway 63, Officer Shermer, age 22, noticed bright lights ahead. He thought he was about to pull up on an overturned car, so he sped up. When he reached the source of the lights, it became clear to him he wasn't looking at an overturned car. He was not looking at a car at all. In front of him, hovering about eight feet from the ground, was a strange, oval-shaped object. The craft had a metallic look to its exterior. He estimated that the object was at least 20 feet across. The young police officer remained in his position continually watching the craft as it hovered, emitting a loud shriek like a siren, until without warning, it vanished upwards in an instant. Now, he would go on to experience headaches, uh, strange welts on his body, uh, and even lost time following the sighting. Mm. Uh, Eventually, he was put under hypnosis, um, and he recalled heading towards the craft... Um, and he did this of his own free will. He didn't feel scared, um, but he would also state that his body felt as though it was under some kind of remote control. Hey, I've had some nights like that out of Arizona State. Now he says, he says that a four and a half to five foot tall being guided him inside the craft. Yep, yep. And once inside, um, several beings greeted him, and the leader gave him a tour explained part of their mission on Earth, and Shermer described the beings as having slanted cat-like eyes that did not blink, long, thin heads, flat noses, whitish-gray skin, and slit-like mouths. Now, did they cut his balls off before or after the tour? Uh, yeah, they right? did I not, like how they give him a tour. <laughs> <laughs> they did not cut his balls off. Uh, he says they adorned a silver-grayish uniform with gloves and helmets with a small antenna, and on the breast of each uniform was the emblem of a winged serpent. Like at the hospital? Well. A little Hippocratic? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know if it was the same, uh, the modern medicine symbol you're saying. I don't know if it was the same. Interesting, huh? Um, now, what is that symbol called? Adam, you were a EMT. It has to do with like, hip- I'm going to say this wrong and everyone's going to laugh at me. Hippocrates, Hippocratic, you know what I'm talking about? Hippocratic oath? Yeah, it's got some, yeah, the winged serpent was like his thing. It's like the... Um, like a snake wrapped around yeah, a Yeah, the two snakes. Uh, and yeah. they say it's like the double helix. Mm-hmm. 
the staff of Hermes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Not yeah. Well, anywho, don't know if it was that emblem, but he just describes it as a winged serpent. Um, so you know, that's a case of just straight up reptilian aliens, not necessarily shape shifting, not necessarily Anunnaki. You that's know, why I don't, don't like really going know. to the doctor, man. <laughs> now, reptilians. Now let's get into shape shifting reptilians. Um, so this is easily the bread and butter of these conspiracies. Um, one of the more famous alien races here on Earth, other than, I would say, the greys. Greys and reptilians right there at the top. Fifty Shades of Greys. Anatomy, all that stuff. Now, shape-shifting reptilians are basically highly evolved chameleons able to take on the likes of us humans. Kind of like in Captain Marvel. Oh, exactly. Mm. Um, Now, these guys, uh, they seek positions of power here on Earth, most commonly in the form of politicians, kings and queens, uh, and even titans of industry and technology uh, in order to slip into our society and take over the planet. Some refer to them as lizard people, um, draconians, draco, reptilians. Others call them the shadow race. But they have one goal, and that is global domination. Now, Ike has said in an interview, From 1998, I started coming across people who told me they had seen people chained into a non-human form. It's an age-old phenomenon known as shape-shifting. A basic form is like a scaly humanoid with reptilian rather than humanoid eyes. So, um, one of these cases, um, which we pulled, um, this was in the... Illustrated Guide to Reported Alien Species. Great book. Um, This is the case of John Foster. Um, This guy was an engineer by trade. And he made beer. But an abductee by chance. Uh, His contact experiences began back in 1950, uh, well before Ike's theories came about. Uh, This one in particular was while he attended Bethany grade school in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, he and his classmates were outside watching a movie when Foster recalled, I saw an object resembling a helicopter with swirling lights appear out of the sky. I was fascinated yet feeling strange. When I looked around, everyone seemed frozen in time, looking like statues. Then three little men appeared trying to fix the craft, it seemed. I had an overwhelming desire to go inside when I did. I was taken to an examining room by creatures that resembled frogs or lizards. One I somehow knew was a female told me that she had fixed herself up so that I wouldn't be traumatized and that they were the educators who would supervise my learning experiences. I got a lesson about history, mankind, and something about Indians and buffalo. I also recall the lizard men encouraging me to join the Masonic Lodge. After being examined, I was sent back out of the craft to the crowd below. Another female spoke to me in a scolding tone and told me to be a good boy and mind my parents. She seemed to know a lot about me, including the fact that some other boys and I had stolen some candy and gum from a store across the street. Now, was that a Native American chief? (laughs) That's what it sounded like. From (laughs) Canada? A Native American (laughs) chief from Canada. Canada is part of Northern America, buddy. You're on North America, South America. Guys, please. Look it up on a map for me, all right? Look it up, do we? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't you know? The lizard man. That's Midwest. I'd never forget the lizard man. <laughs> you can do it next yeah. time. 
<laughs> now, for over 30 years, Foster said he seemed to have forgotten about his abductions until October of 1986 when he went camping with his wife and children. Um, and he had a short visitation which awakened more memories of previous abductions. Mm. Uh, by December, he called at least 50 such experiences, and by January, the number had grown to about 3,000. Now, Foster said that profound things happened to him during these abductions and that the world should know about them. Um, he was shown how these visitors can manipulate atomic structure and change things directly at will. He was told things about scientific matters over the years, that he saw come into fruition. Um, these entities he initially encountered looked reptilian, and when he once told the aliens he could not recall all of his abductions, they told him that if he remembered them, it would negate their purpose. Uh, and the aliens told Foster that they were a guardian brotherhood who watched over mankind since antiquity. He was told that he was to awaken people to the reality of other dimensions and to interact with them when he and his wife visited several indian reservations he showed his drawings to them because i guess he used to keep drawings of all his abductions he remembered and the shit that he would see and they commented saying we see things like this all the time <laughs> <laughs> so, nothing new to the native americans so you know these are kind of uh, from my research, and Rob, you tell me if I'm right in this, with the reptilian conspiracy theories and stuff, like the three branches are really like Anunnaki, either they are human hybrids or, you know, they were the Anunnaki who came down and made us as their own slave race. And those were sort of reptilians that now still kind of rule the world. There's also just this, there's straight up reptilian aliens that people see. And then there's also these shapeshifters, which, you know, like David Icke, obviously most famous, his narrative is like, you know, interdimensional beings, like that sort of thing. There's basically like, those are the three main branches. Am I right? Uh, yeah, you're right, I would say. Now, did they make us as slaves, or they came here and then were like, yo, these guys suck, we're going to make them do all our shit? Straight up no, alien. no, see, the theory with Anunnaki, I believe, is that they, like, they engineered humans, like the creators uh, in uh, Prometheus. See, the way I was looking at it is kind of how I was telling you that story at work is... They came down, these primitive people, you know, obviously don't, uh -huh. we don't have the technology uh -huh. at that time. They're like, oh, shit, the gods are coming down to help us out. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, the gods must be crazy, like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there's that. that's also a different conspiracy theory. It's like... Um, Either there's some Apples that think that, yeah, some think the Anunnaki made us, some think oh they came down and ended up controlling us like uh, two totally different things. Some think a guy in the sky impregnated a lady and then his son rose up to Earth and will come back to judge exactly. us all one day. Probably a reptilian, <sighs> if I had to guess. Um, have a hard time explaining that one to her husband. So in. Uh, <laughs> As far as like modern origins go, uh, some stories describing modern shape-shifting reptilians 
um, date back to the 1920s. I think the most notable one that I was able to find was this guy, Robert E. Howard, uh, same guy who created Conan the Barbarian. This guy in his um, series, Cole the Conqueror, very similar to um, Conan, um, he had a story called The Shadow Kingdom in the August 1929 edition of Weird Tales. And in this story, Howard writes of a controlling race of serpent men, half men, half snake, who want to conquer the world. Now, this is like, I mean, you know, aside from all the Anunnaki shit, you know, interpret that as you will. Um, but this is more fictional. E- well, yeah, this is straight up fiction. I mean, this he made his little comic called The Conqueror for Weird Tales. But this is like the first, as far as, you know, shape-shifting reptilians go, this is really the first source material for that. Um, now, also found an LA Times article from 1934 in which Warren Shuffled made a most incredible discovery via radio x-ray, which according to this LA Times reporter, revealed the location of one of three lost cities on the Pacific coast, see? The local one having been dug by the lizard people after the great catastrophe, which occurred about 5,000 years ago. This legendary catastrophe was in the form of a huge tongue of fire, which came out of the southwest, destroying all life in its path, the path being several hundred miles wide. The city underground was dug as a means of escaping future fires. The lost city, dug with powerful chemicals by the lizard people instead of pick and shovel, was drained to the ocean, where its tunnels began, according to the legend. The tide passing daily in and out of the lower tunnel portals and forcing air into the upper tunnels provided ventilation and cleansed and sanitized the lower tunnels, the legend states. Large rooms in the domes of the hills above the city of Labyrinths house a thousand families in the manner of tall buildings and imperishable food supplies of the herb variety were stored in the catacombs to provide sustenance for the lizard folk for great lengths of time as the next fire swept over the earth. And just like that, almost slipped right into the Grinch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now, so this is like a whole nother thing. I mean, this is like what we were talking about with Mount Shasta. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, with the tunnels. Because there apparently some of these theories say there's tunnels all up and down like all under the U S and some people hold the theory that like the lizard people were banished to these tunnels, like the, uh, what is it? Hollow earth Mm. theory. Like they're actually living inside the earth. Yeah. Some people do believe that there's that theory too. So that's another fucking rabbit hole you can go into with this stuff. Literally. But you know, that dates to this 1934 LA times article. Uh, There was also a sci-fi miniseries in the early eighties called V which was based on alien lizard people disguised as humans to take over the earth. Um, This also predates Ike's writings, but many relate the reptilian uh, shape-shifting theory uh, to footballer turned theorist, author of the multi-million seller, The Greatest Secret, our buddy, our friend, our pal, (laughs) David Ike. Now this is I'm actually not saying that, you're saying that. <laughs> this is actually we call him Dave. 
This is actually incredible because I did not know that he was a professional footballer. And by that, we mean soccer player. Ugh. Footballer, come on. Now, yeah, I get it. English We're football. We're talking football yeah. over here, mate. But now, a professional soccer player. So that's like... Actually, a dude, goalie. Now, honestly, Goalkeeper. I'm thinking... Goalkeeper. That's like fucking... Um, John Gruden becoming a prominent like conspiracy. Just I, to see yeah, that I, he, I bet he's got some thoughts. Dude, honestly, he fucking reminds me of Alex Jones. And oh, dude, can you imagine if they had a conversation? Dude, just imagine, like, uh, who is who do you think is like one of the Alex? I'd like to see out on the football field. All right, man. No, just imagine, like, I'm just looking at how big you are, man. Just imagine John talking about conspiracy theories. <laughs> Dude, that needs to be a television Now, show. hey, man, don't even get me started on Tower 7, Like man. Monday I mean, Night that football. thing came down. <laughs> <laughs> he saw John X's and O's. And yeah. It came down right here, and you'll see the cloud of smoke over here, man. It's fucking crazy, bro. Um, oh, uh, what, Who else? Like uh, Boomer? I mean, just imagine fucking Boomer. And there's a reptilian whoop, and a whoop, and a whoop, whoop. Uh, reptilian, <laughs> reptilian, and, like, just pointing out. <laughs> just turned conspiracy theorist. A fucking um, that's just incredible to me. I did not know that. Well, he actually went from playing soccer to, to commentary. Right? Mm. So yeah, so exactly. Hey, you never yeah. know. Um, just like John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, some think this guy's fucking total nut job. Um, others think, hey, this guy may, might really know what's going on, you know? He's a guy who I think from watching a few videos of this guy, do you think he actually believes what he's saying? Oh, 100%. You don't 100%. think he's just doing it for the money? No, I mean, dude, if you watch the Magic Bullet documentary, which we cited earlier on, he actually talks about where he had like his revelation, if you will, his uh, I don't know awakening. You could epiphany. Call it. Oh, eh, you could call it that. It's an epiphany. Had a voice come to him and tell him to go read these books. Read these books. The voices say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kids in my class always say. <laughs> I mean, either way you look at it, um, this guy is basically trying to prepare everybody for the inevitable or what he feels is the inevitable, a global system, a one world government, uh, new world order, fucking whatever you want to call it. Um, this is being pushed on us by reptilian shapeshift. Now, that is his belief is the new world order, correct? Yes. Well, I'm not sure if he originated Slow. that. I mean, he probably didn't even originate shapeshifters, as we said. It predates him multiple times. Yeah. Guy um, made me yeah. think a lot of Bowie. Yeah, I thought the same thing You're right? watching those interviews. I mean, I think some of his theories are pretty batshit crazy, but he is a very well-spoken guy. He's got some important points, I think, even though the, you know there are things that I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah, yeah, and we'll get more specific on Ike's um, actual theories, but just know, I mean, this guy is basically the um, what are you, the godfather of this kind of stuff, reptilian shapeshifters, would you say? Yeah. I mean, he's the Alex Jones of, of Britain, Great Britain. Yeah, I think he's the first guy that kind of put everything together for it, put it out there for the public. You know, it wasn't just a... Uh, a sci-fi book for him. It was actually like, this is, this is some shit he really thinks is happening. And now 
I know that he says like uh, I watched that I watched like the Vice piece on him and a few like interviews here and there and his big thing is like you know you look at any conspiracy theory as an isolated event and you're like like we were saying oh there's some weird stuff in that there's some truth in that but he's saying these are all connected you zoom out big picture you look at all of it interconnected and then he's weaving in shape-shifting reptilians in there and saying this is what is happening yeah he likes to use the connecting the dots thing a lot yeah okay which, I mean, makes sense if you do think about it in that way. Okay. Now, what are we thinking thus far? I mean, T-Bag having no idea on this stuff. I mean, what are we thinking? Um, is there any credence that can be given to this? I mean, is there any part of you that's thinking, hey, you know, maybe not so crazy? I mean, you show me enough YouTube videos in bourbon. <laughs> I'll believe anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but so far based on, you know, the the topics we've covered and the evidence at hand. Is this 100% bullshit to you or are, is there some tidbits in there where you're like, "Damn, that's kind of crazy. That could make sense." So you brazy for that one. No, I think like I said, like watching these videos beforehand and reading up, like I guess studying up on it, watching up on it, whatever you want to call it. I could see some merit to it. And and is that merit in the sense of like, because I will say for me personally, like the Anunnaki stuff and more of the ancient stuff is very interesting to look into. Oh, like, yeah. you know, how are they depicting the, like airplanes, um, spacemen? Uh, you know, how do they know so much about this type of shit? Um, physics, uh, that sort of thing. Um, and that's all very interesting to look into, but you know, the shape shifting, the kind of David Ike, I would say is where it takes a fucking hard turn where I kind of don't get on board. Uh, uh, is that fair? It's another Crowley type weirdo. Well, I, I don't think he's that weird. Oh, I give Crowley more credence than <laughs> Ike. I would say. All right. All right really? All right. I would say so. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kind of blown away at the fact that you think Crowley is more believable. You caught him off guard. Because I think that guy's kind of fucking nuts. I mean, David Icke has said some nuts stuff, and I haven't, you know, fully dove into his information. But, I mean, there are definitely some things in there that I I think are true. Do I think that there's some shape-shifting aliens trying to take over the human race? No, because I feel like... If they had that technology, they would just do it. They're not gonna. Yeah, I mean, they. they I mean, not gonna take. Oh it's yeah, like, we'll just take a whole fucking hey, David, century to do it. They've been doing it a long time. Let's uh, yeah. not, obviously not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, do we want to get to some of D- David Ike's more specific theories? I mean, we got the fucking lizard apocalypse. Um, is that a book or is that a? That's a band, and if it's not, we're starting one. All right, well, let's let's dive into it. Let's dive into some of David Icke's more specific theories and some more specific things that he believes. Okay, so there's the hollow moon theory. Are okay. you guys familiar with this? The moon is hollow? Now, he's, you've heard that it's a big old ball of cheese. You've heard a lot of things about the moon, but... We the, didn't land there. Yeah. It's uh, you know, that's made by Stanley Kubrick in a fucking... Hollywood studio uh, in 1969. Made in a Hollywood basement, the Red Hot Chili Peppers said. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is saying that the moon is actually a hollowed out planetoid 
slash space station. A Death Star, if you will. A Death Star controlled by lizard people. <laughs> okay. And they use it for mind control. Yeah. So it's essentially a Death Star that kind of casts a ray onto Earth, mm-hmm. mind controlling us. Not uh, just mind controlling, but also putting on blinders so that things that are going on in the background that they don't want us to see. We can't we see. We got these walls around us. Okay. So mm. it's like the Truman Show. Yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, mind control hollow moon. So that's so. Are we saying that's that's really out there? Okay, that's out there. <laughs> that's, that's a little too- far fetched, Dave. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, what I else? Mean, we got? Fuck, I've never been to the moon, so hey, I right. can't really argue. But hey, I mean, who has? Question. Uh, why don't you ask Buzz Aldrin? Why don't you ask Neil Armstrong? Well, isn't Neil Armstrong dead? I'm pretty sure they both are. No, Buzz Aldrin's alive. I'm messing. Get your ass to Mars, he says. <laughs> Now, because yeah, the moon's hollowed out. <laughs> Next up, what do we got? It's a goddamn Death Star. Uh, so then, now this one, I don't know that I believe this theory per se, but parts of it, this is one of those ones where parts of it I can believe. Okay. Is that many times you find that pedophiles are put into power because this shadow people, lizard race, whatever you want to call them, Feeds off human energy, particularly the energy of children, young and that's, children. And it's negative energy, right? Uh, this theory that I read, it didn't say negative energy particularly. I mean, if you think about kids, that's usually pretty positive. It's like monster. But ink. kids getting molested by pedophiles. No, these are, this is straight up. They're saying they're just getting sacrificed and like drinking oh, their blood. Oh, like the whole adrenochrome yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. So basically like the gold thing, but... He literally like shows this rock where multiple people have told him that they're sacrificing kids, drinking their blood, going crazy. And, you know, I mean, shit, you think about it. How many people pretty high up have been accused of that? Well, not only that. Well, see, that's again like. And I'm not just talking about Mike. I'm talking about the credence here with the pe- yeah Jimmy Savile. The uh, about, dude that card yeah. that cardinal yep. in the Vatican that yep. just got oh dude yeah the Catholic the whole church, Catholic church basically ba- probably I mean, reptilian no the Pope probably a reptilian. Also, see that's also where a Nazi, the, apparently <laughs> that's where the truth comes in is like. Yeah, pedophile rings, I definitely think that exists, you know? I mean, are they fucking um, cutting these kids open and drinking their blood? Probably, probably not. not. But a, a pedophile ring, you know, that's definitely something that's, you know, like you said, we see it again and again. I mean, Conspiracy is Silence, insane yeah. documentary about all that stuff. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting, but I think it's just the pure money making that they get off of trafficking kids Mm. which is horrible and disgusting but i think that those people that are higher up can get away with that kind of stuff because they're reptilian who's watching them you know they're the ones in charge who watches the now this next one so this is what i i believe is like his main i guess thesis or his uh magnus opus is that what it is Okay. Um, Ike believes the universe is made up of vibrational energy. Now, this, again, just like our Mount Shasta episode, we talk at length about this. And essentially, it consists of an infinite number of dimensions that share the same space. Um, and he believes that these interdimensional race of reptilian beings called 
archons or Anunnaki have hijacked the earth and um, that a a genetically modified human archon hybrid race of shape-shifting reptilians known as the Babylonian Brotherhood, um, the Illuminati, the elite, manipulate global events to keep humans in constant fear. And these archons uh, can feed off the negative energy this creates. Um, He believes the only way this archon influence can be defeated as if people wake up to the truth and fill their hearts with love. Uh, you know, he has like, this is, uh, I mean, this is almost like what we said on Mount Shasta, you know, the vibrational frequencies and being able to reach a higher plane. This is like, um, this is like crystal new age shit, right? I mean, I kind of believe in this though, man. So Europe, so you, let me tell you this. So you believe in this stuff, but you criticized me when I took you to cave of wonders at crystal store. Dude, I had some bad vibes in that place. (laughs) These guys are probably in the back talking about reptilians. There's a guy in a pink speedo snorting a fucking rock out of some guy's hand. Nice. I'm just saying, dude, the vibrations I was getting in that place were bad. And there was a lot of energy coming off those crystals. I mean, that's exactly what this type this shit is. And now here's what I'm thinking. I know, but I'm just saying if you are one of those people and there's a lot of people out there that are into the whole vibe of everything, I feel like if you really have an intuitive feeling that something's good or bad, I just thought that place was, you know, I didn't need to be there. Now... So David Ike's whole thing is we we need to have uh, we need to fill our hearts with love. Positive energy is the only thing that's going to defeat these reptilians. I believe that also. So is this like um, if these prominent people are reptilians? Like, what do you think is like the happiest song in the world? Oh, got you. All right, what do we got? New soul. Sing it. I'm a new soul in this very strange world. Dude, <laughs> so, that song doesn't make you happy. You have no soul okay. or you're a reptile. Okay, or so, you have a new soul. Yeah. Now, so you play that in front of, like, say, a just Dick loud. Cheney or a, the Queen of England, and she just like... Like the Wizard <laughs> no. of Oz. I'm happy. <laughs> they just my turn schemes, ba- my plans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do they turn back into a lizard <laughs> yeah. at that point? I don't Just know. Maybe they fucking water around. Yeah. maybe they explode. It's like a, or it's like I a see fucking them all over my apartment. It's like Care Bear, just a fucking burst of like positive <laughs> like energy and heart shoots out of them, breaks them apart. Um, no, I think the the they if they're feeding off the negative energy, it's like Monsters Inc. But positive energy is the only way to defeat them. Yeah. Um, now, honestly, when you really boil it down to bare bones, this is what I'm thinking. Isn't David Icke just technically a motivational speaker? Mm. Mm, yeah, but he's doing groups of like 6,000 people. That's not that impressive. Uh, well. When have you ever seen 6,000 people in one place? To see in, you. In person. I'm not saying that I'm <laughs> 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 No, I think he's just like, his whole message is... I mean, granted, he's getting there in a roundabout way, but he's just saying, hey, you love your fellow man, you know, and we're going to defeat these fucking shape-shifting reptilians. Wake up, people. Coke and Pepsi are the same thing. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Robbins. (laughs) 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 Do we want to get to your um, Kubrick theory? Rob Report? (laughs) Well, not necessarily the Rob Report, but how's the Kubrick theory shaping up here? Um, Okay. 
So this is again, uh, is this in the Lizard Apocalypse documentary or what? The Lizard of Oz? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the uh, So Eyes Wide Shut, you guys familiar? Yes. Have seen it? Six. Kubrick's last film, uh, Illuminati, sexual um, mansion, Rothschild party type shit. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, Scientology connection. Mm. Uh, you know, that sort Wizards, of thing. L. Ron Hubbard supporter. Wow. So we're just connecting the dots here, people. People are saying that Stanley Kubrick was actually an insider on shadow people, shadow government, Illuminati, whatever, whichever one you want to call it. We're going to group it all as one just for the basis of this. Uh, but basically fake the moon landing. So of course he's an insider. Obviously. Okay. Um, so Eyes Wide Shut was kind of his little baby. He wanted to show the world what's really going on behind the scenes. I mean, I found this interesting just because I'm a big fan of his, you know, Shining 2001, Space Odyssey, Full Metal Jacket. Classics. Yeah, we you know. know. We've heard of the man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the story goes that he submitted his final cuts to Warner Brothers only a handful of people got to see this full-length feature before Warner Brothers decided to cut about 20 to 30 minutes out of the film, particularly the part where they're having the... Uh, Sex orgy. <laughs> yeah, we can call it the orgy. Nice. But they're having that kind of ceremony beforehand where it's, they're not just like walking into a straight-on dudes fucking chicks kind mm-hmm. of thing. This isn't a Bruno scene. It's like uh, waving around there in robes. They're waving around the fucking incense, uh, piano, that sort of thing. Yeah, but if you've seen the movie, you know which scene we're talking about. The alleged cut scene has a, sa- a human sacrificing scene as well. A lot of blood. A lot of blood going on. A lot of stuff that we're talking about here. Human sacrifices, drinking blood, going crazy, having sex, shape-shifting. Drinking beer, And, you know, interestingly enough, a couple days after this, Kubrick turns up dead. Autopsy says it's from a heart attack. Hmm. When people looked into his Hmm. history, no family history of heart disease. Interesting. Uh, very healthy prior to his passing, hadn't, hadn't been in and out of the hospital. You know, you think oh. when you think of someone that has a heart attack, they're usually not doing that great. They're not taking care of their bodies. They're not some big, famous, you know, Hollywood movie guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I will say when you look at Kubrick um, in his twilight, not necessarily the pinnacle of health. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the man was like 80 years old almost, but... Some people are saying that uh, now they he marked was, him off. He was like 70, wasn't he? Yeah, he was 70. Okay. But some people are saying that he got got. <laughs> now, what's your take? Do you believe this? I mean, dude, that movie is pretty fucking crazy. I'm, I, I would say I could find some truth in there. That he put something in there that someone didn't like, mm-hmm. and they said, hey, you know, you had a good run, Stan, but... Now, my thing is, though, so he submits this thing. They cut it out and then kill him, but still release the movie? 
Right, right. Like, wouldn't they just shelve the whole thing? Like, movies don't get made in Hollywood all the time. Yeah, but there's Uh, no way that's happening, dude. But they would rather just kill the guy. Tom Cruise, come on. (laughs) What about Tom Cruise? You can't put that movie out? I would think, hey. Dude, it's been reported that this is... I mean, Tom Cruise is already a hard guy to work with. But, well, also, didn't he base it? He based it off the book uh, Dream Story, which was, like, way back in the day. It was, like, this Italian novella, um, which is essentially, like, it is basically the movie. Now, maybe Kubrick put some Illuminati secret-type shit in there, but um, I don't think the guy that wrote the book got killed or anything. Well, allegedly, the inside of the house is supposed to look exactly like a fucking Rothschild mansion party. Oh, well, easily I could see that. You ever seen the pictures from that one? I, but that's what I'm saying, dude. So that guy's pretty, uh, pretty powerful family there, you know? Okay, okay. So Q, was Kubrick killed for attempting to blow the whistle on the Illuminati? The world may never know. Now, uh, this feeds right into... Another one of Ike's fucking golden theories. Um, Rothschilds, Rockefellers, um, these powerful banking families, Bilderberg groups, that sort of thing, closely tied into the hierarchy of lizard uh, or shadow people, reptilians. Um, Either they are themselves hybrids, um, hence the royal bloodlines, uh, you know, because this this is a thing, right? Like, why does Queen Elizabeth II have any fucking power? Just because back in the day they said, oh, our family is royal. <laughs> and then, like, what, what, how did that come about, you know? Why them? Got the money, dude. Or? Money, power, respect. They got a reptilian bloodline. First, you get the money. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, so it's either the theory that they are themselves hybrids, um, that's where we get the bloodlines, or they are so powerful um within our society that they work closely with the reptilians and that only they get the privilege of seeing these reptilians in their true form. Now, possible reptilians, Are we going to make a game out of this? Yay or nay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, people who have been reported as reptilians include Barack Obama. Yes. No. Uh, both George Bushes. Yes. One of them's dead. Yeah. Um, both Clintons, Hillary yeah. and Bill. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, if they're not, they're they know they know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. Yeah. Justin Bieber. Actually, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is. Oh, I think, uh, are you serious? He just doesn't want his Facebook account deleted. Dude, haven't you seen the video? Somebody made I don't a com- have a Facebook account. <laughs> Somebody made a compilation of every time he drank water at the uh, Congress hearing. <laughs> Dude. That guy is like a fucking... You remember how we talked about the men in black like was trying to act normal? Was he drinking it like this? It's like He's like trying to act like a normal human, but he's a fucking reptilian, dude. I think he's just a puppet for the reptilians. Okay. Justin Bieber? Yes. Miley Cyrus? No. Bob Hope? No. No. Donald Trump? 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, how about Donald Rumsfeld or Dick Cheney? <laughs> oh, based on that video you showed us. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. So uh, check this out. Yeah, this will be our just Google Long story it. Story short. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, this is a little dated. Louis C.K. You know, he got fucking bashed um, on the sexual harassment. Uh, but check out Louis C.K. His bit on the Opie and Anthony show, uh, where they're actually interviewing Donald Rumsfeld, and he straight up asks him, "Are you a reptilian alien?" Uh, and he just gives this roundabout answer. I've never seen anybody pussyfoot around. So much. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not even close <laughs> to the right answer. It doesn't even come yes, close yes to the no, question dude. he has. Yeah. Um, and also, Queen Elizabeth II, probably the most famous reptilian of all. Um, what are we thinking there? Yeah. Okay. Now this one is interesting because this is probably this is what I knew the most about reptilians before going into this episode was the Queen Elizabeth, like she's a reptilian. They've seen her shapeshift all the time. Uh, in June of 2016, uh, Twitter flared up with thousands of tweets from people who had claimed they had witnessed the Queen of England shapeshift into a reptilian. She was trending. Uh, now just a few examples of these tweets. Um, one stated, I just saw the queen shapeshift into a reptilian. Mind to God, I'm not making this up. Another one read, BBC2, are you playing funny pranks or did the queen just shapeshift? Uh, and yet another one. Uh, queen's hand just went green and scaly when she waved. Did anyone else see that? Reptilian? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, so we get these. Uh, that I mean, that's good. just a few examples. There's high, there's thousands of these tweets that come through, um, but but even more interesting than the tweets is that they were being automatically deleted. It's like posting on a Yahoo website only seconds after they appeared. Mm. That was the queen. Uh, yes. God now. Safe. Check out. I mean, there's tons of videos of the queen shape shifting. Although this one, it's like. Apparently, these tweets came. She was, like, walking around for her 90th birthday. Uh, I watched the whole video, um, which is, like, over an hour long for some reason. Um, <laughs> you watched an hour-long video? It's like the queen the walking around. Yes. That's, you watched the entire video? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, I was trying to see this. Apparently, this has been scrubbed. But there are certain videos of, you know, her eyes shape-shifting. Google some of these. Check this stuff out. Um, let us know what you think. Now, all right, we'll do this. New, this is a new segment we got for you guys. This is called the Rob Report, uh, where we are tuning in to hear what Rob has to say about this. His denouement, his fucking end-all, be-all. His coup um, de gras. His coup de gras. His spiel. On these episodes. Can you please do it like Julia Childs? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm Rob Stone. I think you should do it. Go I don't right. think I can hit that one. <laughs> Let's hear the music one more time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh and now, loyal legion of listeners, we bring you the Rob Report. So maybe you thought reptilians were scary. Wait till you get a load of this. So we're talking about things that link reptilians to today and what's scary about that is that social media platforms i'm talking facebook twitter instagram you name it yelp maybe (laughs) uh that sounds lizardy 
these lizard people, shadow people, whatever you want to call them, are really pulling the strings behind all of these programs, letting you see what they want you to see. You know, suppressing the truth, blowing their narrative up. So this is like Google um, and, and, and them like deplatforming Alex Jones, that sort of thing? And I've only looked into a handful of these things because this is just another one of those things that will suck you down the rabbit hole. But there is so many... <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's so many examples of this, man. It's like, I don't want to get into 9-11 off the bat, but that's one of them, you know? So what does that have to do with Facebook and Twitter? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I'm honestly you just, asking. Just, He's honestly asking. <laughs> no, I'm honestly asking. So they plan 9-11. No, I said media. let's not talk about 9-11. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. We won't get into 9-11. So they're just trying to push news through this stuff to make us like uh, a sheep? Not news are they the ones that like, told me about free ice fake cream or oh how about this dude so fake news okay no but i'm saying just think about with okay here's an example the trump stuff going on okay the russians like, hacked into facebook they're bumping up all this trump okay, stuff okay and then they're they're you know making hillary seem like this crazy bitch i mean she kind of is but the point of it is that... Well, she herself is a reptilian, we said earlier. Yeah, so is Donald. Um, but <laughs> so they're just putting themselves on the news platforms. Well, I don't think they're in charge. I think that they're kind of... I mean, dude, I don't think Donald Trump now knows how what about the this? fuck's going on. Now, how about this? Um, so we've said before, these guys feed off negative energy. Now, Elon Musk, remember, he talked about cell phones being very much an extension of your own brain. You've mm -hmm. got a history of everything you look up. This is the collective subconscious of humankind that the fucking reptilians are uploading to some database God knows where, maybe off in the Draco system, and they're fucking <laughs> feeding the off Dracos. this. Yeah, they're just downloading our fucking subconscious off the web that we ourselves are fucking addicted to, We're always on our phones. Yeah, but that's what they... That's uh, another part of it is that the social media, the smartphones, that's all just a disguise, something to throw you off of their scent. Because if you're always distracted. on your phone, you're always distracted. Exactly. You're always, oh, Donald Trump said this in a tweet. Oh, Hillary did this. Oh. Exactly. And not only are you distracted, you're also searching certain shit and your your subconscious is going out there. I mean, that's a little far-fetched for my blood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I don't know about the whole subconscious thing, but I do think that social media and the use of smartphones is definitely a huge distraction that can be used in yep. a negative way yep. and cause negative energy, oh, which 100%. these motherfuckers are feeding off yep. of. Okay, okay. Now... Because um, think of how many times... I mean, I stopped using my Facebook almost a year ago, and my life couldn't have been better without it. But I'm thinking of back on all the times when I looked on Facebook, and I was like, oh, man, I can't believe it. And I would get so pissed off about the stuff I was seeing on there. And I think that that really is just a tool. 
you know, okay. a tool for negativity. Yeah. Yep. Now, how about porn? Where does that fall in? Because that you know, could be how, a negative or a positive. Well, you know how porn it obviously has a negative effect on the male psyche. I or you know, you're the one female that dives as into well. That. Uh, now, I read a Time Magazine article, and Great article. who knows that could have been written by a reptilian. The article is basically saying, you know, we we weren't meant to get that type of fire hose of uh, sexual uh, pleasure, uh, you know, and then f- further going off of that. Um, you know how like porn old it give you weird suggestions? You yeah. know what though, dude? I guarantee you go back in time, the first thing recorded was some guy getting like getting some chick boning on the on the camera. Oh, wasn't really? it a train actually? No. well there's no question there but if the reptilians invented these cameras for us to just record ourselves fucking and take dick pics on that's again like you going off your thing just another distraction for us let's give them these cameras and see what they do oh they're taking pictures of their dicks (laughs) (laughs) and they're making 90 percent of the internet be porn (laughs) (laughs) these fucking assholes Look at these guys. It's all dicks. It's all going to dicks. Now, is that about it? Is that what we have for the Rob report? It was the relation to social media, or do we want to get into... I mean, I'm just thinking, can you guys think of a... We already said 9-11 is off the table, but can you think of a situation where you know social media was used for the negative or where you felt like... Oh, man, this is definitely being controlled by someone. Well, all all the time. I think that the only way for us to defeat these fucking reptilians is for us to all get rid of our cell phones. Yes, yes, I've been saying this for years. We need to go back to having a pen pal, fucking pen and paper. Yes. I've actually been thinking about getting the old trap phone, the the flip phone. The razor. Razor. Yep. Hey, a lot of people do that. Down. You're one step closer to defeating the reptilians. Hit me on the burner cell. <laughs> got the beeper. So, um, got to call you from a payphone when I get the beep. <laughs> now, do we want to get into? Uh, I mean, I think we have some time. Uh, let me get into some of this stuff that I saw on truthism.com. Uh, do, we, do you guys want to hear this? Yeah. So, this one goes really deep. And I think this was written by some guy who's, uh, for some reason, really mad at women. Oh, God. Uh, and, you know, let's just see what whoever wrote this has to say. Um, this is kind of the red pill on reptilians, if you will. So, um, truthism.com, they posit that um, the reptilians, uh, basically human beings were created, um, we were genetic experiments um, conducted by the reptilian aliens. Um, also known as the Anunnaki. Um, so they fall into that thing, that whole mindset, if you will. Um, and now it's saying that basically the reptilians have throughout history indoctrinated humans um, to, to, you know, be weak-minded um, so that, you know, we don't even fathom that they exist um, via religion, science, um, other forms of brainwashing, they call it. Um, you know, they basically, they made humans, they made these religions. So they're saying, you know, don't compare the reptilians to these imaginary gods. They are the people who created these gods in the first place. The reptilians basically 
from the beginning of time have been the architects of our entire society. So, you know, when we sit here and say, hey, reptilians, you know, that's fucking crazy. Uh, You know, you're talking about reptilian aliens. Like, of course we think that's crazy because everything that we've learned from this point has been designed by these reptilians. Now, they say, you know, now they they refer to you on truthism.com as you people. So, you know, you need proof in order to believe something. Okay, that's fine. But they're saying that's a lie, you know? What you really mean is you only need proof when it comes to believing this sort of information. You know, you hear, hey, we went to the moon from NASA. Of course you believe that, right? Sure, credible you know, Not everyone does. Hey, something Bill Nye says, something Neil deGrasse Tyson says, Carl Sagan says, we're going to say, hey, pretty cool, right? We believe that. Okay. Uh, but then okay. some some guy in England starts talking about shape-shifting reptilians, and you're going to say, <laughs> Come on, where's the proof? Uh, Well, they're saying, have you ever met one of these leaders of the world? Have you ever been in a room with them, examined their bodies? How do you know they're not a fucking reptilian? I actually have. You've examined the body of who? Donald Trump. (laughs) You've examined Donald Trump's body. I met him. When? When I first moved out here, my buddy took a job. Well, he was trying to get a job with like a pyramid scheme telephone company. AT and T, yeah, some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. And we were at some hotel that overlooks Petco Park. At the top, old Donnie T was there, just mingling. Did you uh, see some scales coming out his uh, sleeve? I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. So you don't know if he's a, a reptilian. This guy's saying he is. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he is. Again, you're you're being Blink. like Donald Rumsfeld. Blink. <laughs> One time I blink was walking for us. New York. <laughs> yeah, give us a blink if uh, you think he was a reptilian. I'm going to give you the sign, but you guys can't say anything out loud. Okay. 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 Uh, there we have it. Is Donald Trump a reptilian? <laughs> the world may never know. Now, th- th- basically, they're saying, you know, you don't know this. You've never met these people, these fucking leaders of society, um, and you've been indoctrinated. Um, then they go on to describe, like, the proof of reptilians from ancient times. I mean, we talked about this with the Anunnaki, all different cultures all over the world. Um, the DNA symbol in ancient times, as we talked about, um, the two snakes. Um, this is also big in an Anunnaki. There's a ton of videos on this. Um, check it out. Essentially, the double helix, and that's still the modern-day medicine insignia. Um, so, you know, mm. little fishy going on there. Now, they're saying basically <laughs> we're living in... Um, like we're still living in the fucking stone age and there's essentially this huge knowledge gap because I mean, look at your fucking cell phone that you're on every day. If you, could you design that from the raw materials? Could you make that? That's going to be a no. So there's a huge knowledge gap within humanity. And, um, this is because these, you know, as we talk about these Titans of industry and stuff, they're all working with the reptilians, you know, to keep us indoctrinated, fucking Google, Facebook, all these people. Um, you know, they go on to, um, explain more proof. Uh, they got UFOs in ancient times. Um, basically everything they're saying is like, Hey, the fucking reptilians have been here for a long time. They're designing our entire society. Um, they even go on to describe like um, dimensions, like 
as we talked about the vibrational energy, that sort of thing. I mean, also, you ever look at a dollar bill? <laughs> There's a lot of creepy stuff. <laughs> a lot of crazy bill. shit on the back of a dollar bill. They have their whole like symbolism with the Masonic Lodge. Obviously, they're fucking reptilians or working with the reptilians. You know, do you care if I intrude right here? Okay. Because we're talking about pyramid schemes. We're talking about reptilians. We're talking about the Masons. Which is, you know, making me think some crazy shit because there was this guy when I was doing the AT&T pyramid scheme, this guy, he didn't have a car. He was always asking, can I give him a ride? And I always just picked him up on the side of the road. I never really asked where his house was, but he would just say, hey, come to this corner and pick me up in the morning. And the whole way to work, this guy's telling me about oh, you should join the Masonic temple with me. Oh, you should start coming to this church that I go to. It's really cool. There's a lot of guys our age there. And I was just like, is this guy gay? Is this guy, or is this guy some fucking reptilian trying to get me to go to church, be distracted from what's really going on out there, trying to get me to join this Masonic temple? I don't know if the brother wants to freak me or fight me. (laughs) 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 So you think this guy was a reptilian? Um, dude, it's kind of crazy thinking about it now. Okay. Now, in, he's not in any position of power if he doesn't even have a car. I mean, dude, he was pretty high up there in the Masonic Lodge. What was he? I, I didn't level? ask him. Come on. Ask he didn't him tell what me. Level. Come on. He got his number. What level are you, bro? Now, this is the, I would say, so truthism.com, they go on to talk about, okay, so let's say, you know, you're indoctrinated religiously. Um, also, you're indoctrinated by science. Reptilians, they fucking invented science. You're a calf suckling from the udder of this fucking fictional knowledge that is science that they've invented. Um, and the scientific community, you're going to fucking trust whatever they say, you know? Again, because we've been indoctrinated to do so. They go on and on and on. Uh, this, thing, this thing is very dense again. This is another fucking rabbit hole. Um, they go on to discuss how the dinosaurs were created by the reptilians uh, thousands of years ago. Well, they technically are reptil- reptiles, right? Well, they're saying they were designed by the reptilians, and in their one of their latest restarts of civilization, they wiped them all out. But the dinosaurs were used in order to scare off other alien races from coming to Earth and also to kick out the aliens that were already living on Earth. Uh, once the dinosaurs served their purpose, the reptilians basically had Earth under control again, and the dinosaurs were made extinct by a hard reset. So that's just asteroids hitting the Earth? Well, or that's what they want. You to yeah, exactly. That's just what you've been taught in school that was designed by these fucking reptilians. Uh, now, th- again, they go on to discuss how all fucking religion is made by them and the, their whole like, you know, the way the universe is set up is there's like this realm outside of what the universe is like. The universe started with the Big Bang uh, and or, nobody really or did it. Yeah. But it's basically we're trapped in like a bottle. We're trapped, trapped inside a bottle. I'm following along. Adam's trapped in his own bottle. We're trapped in a bottle, and we're in this like false realm, and there's basically all these different fucking dimensions, and there's certain rules we have to follow, and um, I'll, 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 I'll try to wrap this up, but you know, one of the proofs of this is like sleep paralysis. You ever had that where your mind wakes up before your body? I have that. Um, when your mind wakes up from sleep quicker than your physical body um, and you feel something pushing or watching you, this is actually a reptilian. 
uh, in the fourth dimension. And your mind is is like it wakes up quicker than your body. Your mind can't exist in the third dimension because your third dimensional human body is still asleep. Thus, your mind switches to the fourth dimension and is able to experience this fourth dimensional reality, which is where these reptilians are. Um, they also get into the fucking hollow earth theory. Uh, you know, like we said, uh, reptilian programming, basically like they, they even have like the matrix, like the uh, simulation theory where it's like the universe is the simulation and outside of that um, is where like the reptilians were basically invented in the simulation to control humanity. And, and it's essentially a big roundabout way of saying our entire society designed by these reptilians. I think if you believe that there are the shape-shifting reptilians out there, you have to believe that, you know, they are the, the powers that be. They're the minds behind this stuff. So you, so it's not that they um, came here and then started to slowly take over? Because isn't that what Ike thinks? You're thinking they were here all along and they invented our society, like hu- hybrid bloodlines, that sort of thing? I don't think that, but there are people that do think that. I think that David Icke thinks they came down here in early human civilization and just sort of like, oh, we can easily take these fuckers over. And slowly been trying to do no it rest, take no it forever. Yeah. <laughs> They're in it for the long con. Now, conclusions. Our, our denouement. I mean, what did we learn, guys? What did we learn on this one? TLDR. There's this alien species, lizard alien species that can shapeshift and assume the identities of human beings, like popular human beings, celebrities, powerful people, and they're slowly taking over the earth. That's that's what I've gathered from this episode. And you hold that belief as absolute truth. (laughs) No, no, it's just what I... (laughs) This is my understanding of the episode. Like, if you're taking anything away... There's people out here that believe this. It, it made me think a lot of, spoiler alert, Captain Marvel. Made you think of Jude Law. Now, do you, is there any grains of truth or anything you're seeing in there that kind of jumps out at you as, hey, that's a little strange, that's a little um, questionable? I mean, it's all strange, but it, like, you Anything know, you agree with? Yeah, anything that holds some water. I, I could see the ties with like the Illuminati and, you know, these powerful people. With shape-shifting reptilians. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Do you think they're actually running our planet? Yes or no? These aliens or the Illuminati? Or both? Either one. Or both. I'll just say yes. Okay. Go ahead. I'll take it. So I think, you know, there's a lot going on behind that big green curtain. And whether you want to believe that the powers that be are some crazy humanoid shape-shifting lizards is up to you. My colleague, who will remain nameless, started diving into a little lizard people talk, shadow government, and, you know, she she wanted to warn me that they're... He or she. He or she. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to warn me that there are inherent dark forces at work here, boys, and they do not want any of their information out there for open-minded people. So, you know... 
They want to keep you at bay, as we've been talking about. They want you glued to the Fox News. They want you glued to your smartphone. They want you eating McDonald's all the time. Sure. You know, going to the doctor, taking all these fucking pills that you don't need to take. And, you know, we can get into all that bullshit on another time. But my beliefs are that our universe is more than the dimensions that we are able to see. And although I am not sure what or who to think is running this matrix that we're in, all I know is that there are positive forces that we can connect with Mm. that will keep out this darkness. You know, I don't want to say that I am believing fully in this David Icke thing, but I do think that a lot of the times when you choose to be positive, that's going to always outweigh the negative. And, you know, there definitely is a lot of negativity in this world we're living in. I don't think everyone's going to, you know, hold hands and sing Kumbaya together (laughs) around a fucking campfire. But I think, you know, for all the situations that you find yourself in a negative wave, you can always, you know, hold on to something positive to help get you out of that rut you're in. Did you yourself just David Icke us? I just David Iked you. Hey, everybody. It's Tony Robbins. (laughs) He did this entire episode so that you could preach about goodwill. Well, I don't (laughs) want to freak you guys out, but globalization is something that is often tied to these shadow people. And I feel like with all the negativity that is going on in this world, you know, you think you watch the news, that shit's pretty much all negative these days. That's why I don't even fucking have cable in my house. But... That's the reason. Yeah, dude. I don't want to watch all that negative shit all the time. If I want to <laughs> fucking watch some sports, I'll stream that shit. I will not stream that shit, actually. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, if you have any questions, concerns, thoughts, let's hear about them. Positive vibes. Now, I'm thinking, okay, is a one-world government really that bad? See, there you go. You're getting sucked into it, man. <laughs> You're starting to sound like a separatist. Hey, I'm just saying. I mean, the idea of uh, countries, you know, borders, uh, you know, that's all fucking, that's fucking mumbo-jumbo bullshit, dude. That got invented, like, not that long ago. To divide us up. Tell yeah. that to Donald. To divide us up. So wouldn't a one-world government be better if we could all just say, hey, I want to go over here, I want to go over there? Boom. Yeah, that would be cool, but there's a bunch of fucking assholes that don't want you doing that. So there w- wouldn't they then be working against the reptilians? If the reptilians want a one-world government, uh, but what is their whole thing just to control everybody? Yeah. Now, I will say they're probably not doing a very good job. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. If you talk to anybody under the age of 15 these days, just super glued to their phones and iPads and zombies. So they're being controlled by the the forces that be. Ah. Okay. So, um... Well, basically, some crazy theory that I came across in this was that once there is a one-world government, one world, like, so there's no more dollars, euros, it's all just the same monetary Cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Mm. Not even that. It's just one, there's one type of money that everyone uses. There's one government, one of everything. 
You know, there's no more U.S. There's no more Europe. Everything's the fucking same. You know, by that time, everything's going to be very robotic. There's not going to be any more people in the store greeting you, checking you out. It's all, you know, you walk in, a fucking robot scans your shit, or you scan it yourself. So this is essentially... um, Once they get to that point, they're going to start picking off the weak links. They're going to (laughs) say, hey... They don't need these fucking people around anymore. It's like a mass extinction sort of thing, right? Like the dinosaurs. Now, um, a couple questions in that. Okay. One would be, so this is a hybrid thing, robot and reptilian takeover. Yes. Reptilian robot takeover. Yes. The double R. So the the reptilians are going to use robots to uh, make everything automatic and then just start killing off people. Yep, that's what the theory is. Okay. And then, um, well, if they feed off of our negative energy, though, then how does that help them? Because, dude, think how fucking negative that would be. But then there would be no more negative energy if, if they were dead. I'm not saying this is my fucking theories. You fucking asshole. I'm just asking. This isn't my theory, so I don't really care if you want to make it sound stupid. No, I'm not making it sound stupid. I'm just asking. Honestly asking. Well, you can ask your boy Dave that. Okay. Well, you know, like it or not, there's questionable shit out there. I mean, the reptilian shape-shifting stuff, uh, while it might not be true... Um, dude, Mark Zuckerberg, I think the queen, uh, even Justin Bieber, there's some pretty damning evidence that I've seen on YouTube. Justin Um, Bieber. Oh yeah, dude. Look up his court video, his eyes, dude. And tell me that he's not a fucking reptilian. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) Now, um, I will say though, um, this is a very interesting theory and this is one that's picked up a lot of slack and survived many, many years. Very dense, very dense, a lot of jelly in these donuts. Uh, look into it for yourself. Let us know what uh, reptilian theories you have. I will say for me, um, Queen of England, definitely a reptilian. Uh, you know, how is she not dead yet? Also, what happens when she dies? Does she go to lizard heaven? I don't know, do you? I think that Prince Carson Wentz becomes the king. <laughs> the Prince of London. <laughs> the Prince of London. Now, Carson Is he Wentz, a reptile? Is he prob- a hybrid? Do Tom hybrid. Brady. Ooh, my boy. Tom Brady. Tom Brady and probably Bill Belichick, both reptilians. Oh. Robert Kraft for sure. Now, I will Getting say. that snake stroke down in Miami. For <laughs> all these people. Am I right? Uh, you know. What if one day turns out David Icke was right? Well, then you're gonna look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> and you heard it here first. And you heard it here first. You actually heard it from David Icke. I'm first. gonna go on record saying I think every one of these last sons of bitches is a fucking reptilian. I think they are running the planet. Um, I think that we need to band together um, and throw away our cell phones, as Rob was saying. We need to. Um, Throw away your <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> throw, I didn't say throw that. Away throw away your cell phone. Um, well, but also still listen to this podcast <laughs> 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 because this 
<laughs> because you can't trust CNN. You can't trust no, Fox sir. News. The only sir. thing you can trust is a podcast from outer space because, guys, we will never lie to you. We will continue to bring you the truth week after week. Um, so, you know, continue to get your news from us because we are only bringing you the top theories out there nice. to get you guys questioning. And I, guys, again, it's all about positive energy, you know? Positive energy. Did I motivate positive. this guy? Positive hyped. energy, guys. We can band together, yes. complete the circle, yep, complete the circle, and we're going to end this one on a positive <laughs> note, guys. Hold you feel hands. that positive energy? Yeah. We Why can band together so to defeat the reptilians with this type of positive right. energy, guys. Stay positive out there. We're out on this one. Stay positive, and we can defeat the reptilians, guys. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Loyal Legion. Hit us up. Uh, you know, you know, sliding in those DMs, podcast from outer space on the gram, podcast from outer space at gmail.com. We haven't been shut down yet. Yes, and we are also fight the system. Yep, fight the system, fight the reptilians. We are also now on Spotify. Check us out on Spotify. Failed to mention it, you know, subscribe there. Um, listen, um, download, five star review, share. I just want to say I'm feeling some positive vibes by these new pop sockets. Are these available to the public? Is that. I custom made that one. Oh, well, it's on my phone now. <laughs> I'm feeling positive. I appreciate you guys listening. So long, and thanks for all the fish. <laughs>